Hey guys, 2023 is rapidly approaching and we know what you're thinking. This year has to be the year I turn things around. Trust us, we are right there with you and we understand that starting a fitness journey can seem intimidating and daunting. On this episode, we explain four key elements that will not only help you achieve your health and wellness goals successfully, but they'll also help you sustain them moving forward. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Strong Society Podcast. I'm Anthony alongside Ashley. We hope everybody had a great holiday, is really ramped up for that 2023 2023 year coming right along the corner. And with that being said, I know the big thing on everybody's mind is, you know, what's this year going to bring? What are my goals? You know, what type of person I'm going to be at the end of this year? And the whole, you know, 2023 new year, new me has to be floating around in our head. And so I think it's a, a great time to discuss a topic, especially for those who are looking to start their fitness journey, what that all looks like. And we want to really unravel some of the big keys that we feel are huge points to this process and this journey to make sure that we not only achieve success with our goals, but we also achieve longevity and sustainability with it. So um, it's exciting. It's exciting time to really make that decision and and say, you know, I'm going to make the choice to change and really start this this next chapter of our of our life story. But um, Ashley, do you remember your first, I guess, when you first started your fitness journey? Have you always been how you currently are motivated and driven? Have you always been that way? A hundred percent, no. Um, I don't I don't remember like a specific time or day or anything like where I was like, okay, I'm doing it now. I think like a lot of people, I've, I've always done the, oh, you know, it's a new year. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to focus on that. Um, but I think my fitness journey has kind of been like a an ongoing journey. I was in sports when I was right. younger. So, you know, I was athletic and into that. Um, and then as I, you know, got out of school where sports were no longer working out, wasn't something we had to do. It was kind of finding my own way, but I think a hundred percent, even now I'm not always motivated. Like yeah. you're, you're not always going to be life, motivated. Right? Yeah. It's just going to be part of it. But I think, um, there's barriers always along the way, especially having a full-time job, you know, mm-hmm. you're, I, I, we don't have kids, but I mean, you know, there's all those obstacles with like real life situations, to find time and make time. So I think from being a coach and hearing clients struggles and what we're working through, I think time is the biggest barrier for, for a lot mm-hmm. of us. And I, you know, definitely same. I think that's probably the same across the board for most people, but I don't think there's like a specific start date with that being said, there's not like a specific end date either. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like we talked about that the other day, your fitness journey is an ongoing journey. Even yeah. if you hit one goal, there's always going to be another goal and another goal. I think your health and wellness is, is a part of your life or should be a part of your life. And so that's why even right now I just mentioned it, it, it's cool to have or cool. You know, it's awesome to get that achievement and that success of hitting our goals but essentially we shouldn't just think of it as an endpoint and saying hey you know what I, I reached this this milestone and I'm done it's and and what's awesome is that whenever we do have clients who reach these specific goals it's almost like they just unleashed a beast inside them yeah, right cuz cuz 
while working on that goal, it's like you're discovering stuff about yourself. Absolutely. And it's like, and and that's what I love about like fitness journeys in general is it's not just like, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds and you get there. It's on that journey to getting there, you discover so much more about yourself as to why you really wanted to get there. Or Mm -hmm. maybe that's not even a goal anymore. Maybe you want to, you know, put on muscle or you just enjoy feeling stronger, having healthy habits. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is on that journey that gets you started, you discover so much about yourself and then you start wanting more. Yeah. And it's crazy because I also, I can really remember the time when, when I personally started my fitness journey it's weird probably when you met me or something right (laughs) it's weird because in high school we would you know of course we would you know for pe for sports and all that we would be lifting weights and we'd have that time then but i was definitely not very dedicated and it's crazy looking at high school kids now like a lot of them are just coming out like beasts you know and and it's a different i think it's just a different mind it's a different time and so i think um back in high school i wasn't really super committed to you know getting stronger getting bigger whatever the case may be but after high school being able to and i I feel like it's a lot of that timeline right right when you're around 18 19 you start venturing out into commercial gyms right because you have to you know you're not in high school anymore so you don't you don't get that free rec unless obviously our university you know in in uh, edinburgh had that had that rec center so you can always work out there but what I'm getting at is the fact that you have to start venturing out to a commercial gym or find other other means to get your workout. And so I started going to Freedom Fitness, which I don't think they're around anymore, but they were bought out by um, TrueFit, I think. Oh, yeah. Right. And so um, I started going there. And I mean, it was awesome. You know, 24, 24 hours, you get access to it. And so, um, yeah, I really started my fitness kind of I feel is my real fitness journey at that time. So in my younger or my older teens, younger twenties types of thing, you start getting a different type of mindset. And so, but I completely agree. Like there's many times, you know, many days, many weeks where you just don't feel that same type of motivation where maybe you used to feel. And and the way I picture life and and this journey of your health and wellness and fitness journey is it goes through seasons. It goes through a lot of different ups and downs. And I think you start understanding what your body is is developing into. And I think the biggest thing is not to retract or regress to the very beginning where you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to give it up and not try anymore. Yeah, 100%. And I think um, that's funny that you said that. I was actually talking to one of my clients the other day. We were doing a check-in call and and she was like, you know, I just feel like the last couple of weeks, you know, I just haven't, you know, been hitting the gym as much as I've wanted to. And, you know, she had done a check-in and I'm like, yeah, but you're also not where you were, you know, two, three years mm-hmm. ago when we first started. So along your journey, you've learned to, maybe you're not tracking macros every day, but you've learned to be mindful. You've mm-hmm. learned self-discipline. You're making better decisions. And if you can't go to the gym every day, you're still getting a lot of steps in at work mm-hmm. and you're trying to drink water. So even though, you know, in her eyes, she's like, I'm not, you know, where I know I've been before, where I could be when I dial it in hundred percent. I was like, you know, you're not where you were when we first started. And I think, you know, that's the biggest thing is you might have times where you're not, you know, moving forward and making progress as fast as you want to, as long as you're not fully back regressing with all of your habits and all of your progress. And you're still making progress because you're maintaining and a maintenance phase still requires work. Yeah. So I think that's something that sometimes we overlook. Absolutely. I think it's something we have to constantly really think about, too, is that, you know, 
you've done this before and if you haven't done this before then take that first step and let's let's start this part of your personal story and your life and your journey because as you just attested to is you can get a couple years down the road and maybe you're not going super hardcore like when you first started but you can get back to that point it's just a matter of cool let me get my mindset back right but once you start having these these positive deposits like you always mention you these positive gains and 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 mindset shifts you start understanding that man you know what this whole health and wellness and fitness journey is just about life and being healthier being stronger you know than i was years ago or whatever the case may be but some of the big focuses you know so we have listeners right now they're like yeah you know it's easier said than done and sometimes it is right it's sometimes it is easier said than done but if you have the right mindset and things to think about, it always brings you back to that baseline. And so some of the main things that we wanted to share on this episode, because with 2023 right around the corner, you know, especially for me coming from the health and wellness and, and fitness industry for the past nine years, what I always, it, it always sucked to see when members would come in three months in and they're canceling their membership. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's almost like that, that swing of things, you know? Yeah. And so I always hated that because it's like, man, you know what? And, and they had so many different reasons. And like you, you mentioned a while ago, it could be time, could be, you know, family, finance, finances, whatever the case may be. There's a ton of different reasons. But I always liked when, when members were really honest and saying, you know, I'm, I'm just lazy. You know, I just, I just don't You're know like, what to do. Let's just call it like it is here. I just yeah. don't want to do this. And so that's the unfortunate thing. And so I think for me, a lot of the things were one, a lot of excuses were given because, and I'm not going to go and try to pick apart their reasons, but my biggest thing for me is I know there's a rooted reason why they're canceling. And it's not be just because, oh, I don't have time. Because essentially, if they you know, woke up in their first 20 minutes of the day, was doing a quick little body workout at home, they're getting their exercise in. But... That's neither here nor there. And I think the biggest thing is, is for me, I, I really just didn't like seeing that so many people were throwing in the towel so quick into that journey, right? And so for us, we really wanted to, to share some of some big points to really think about, especially if you're looking to start your fitness journey here in 2023 to not only make it the first couple months, but make it, you know, a lifestyle change, right? Yeah, like I, I think a big thing is not just you don't want it to be like every other year, right? Every other year you've said, this is my year. And every other year, you know, you, you've fallen short maybe. So really taking a step back and identifying what were the causes of that and what do I have to do different? Because if you want something different, you have to move a little different. So if you sign up at the gym all the time every year, but then you cancel every year, maybe this time you're like, you know what? I'm not going to cancel. I'm going to keep it because even if it's just so much as drafting my bank account, Maybe that's the, the push that I need to be like, well, if I'm paying for this, I might as well commit to it and go, go even if it's once a week. Absolutely. Yeah, no, 100% agree. So guys, we wanted to share a couple of points, you know, to really get our mindset right and say, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to stick it through and it's going to be a new lifestyle change for me. Number one, the biggest thing you want to focus on is establishing your why. This is your goal, your purpose, your vision, your mission. This is the reason that you're taking these first steps. And it has to be more than just like, I want to feel better. Feeling better is way too vague. You want to be able to say, you know what? 
my health is suffering. I'm getting older. I have kids that it's struggling to even to go outside and play with and little things like that. Those are real life situations. And you can start today to to develop these habits to change that trajectory moving forward. So establishing your why is going to be super, super critical because you got to remember you might be months down the road and when you're thinking on throwing in that towel and you say, man, you know what, is this even worth it anymore? Go back to that why and say, you know what, I, I started this journey in this next chapter of my life because this matters to me. Not only do I want to see my kids grow up and I want to be there to be healthy with them, but I got to do this for myself too. You know, so, so much of, let's say my family has struggled with this and I want to be someone who changes that. You know, Ashley, why do you think this step is probably the most important? I think this step is important with any goal that you set out to because if your if your why is not big enough, if it's just like a superficial like I wanna right. look I wanna look hot or Health I wanna want society, I wanna, right? Yeah, I wanna fit into this. I think your your goal has to be something that like makes you wake up every morning and it's mm-hmm. gonna really fuel you because on those mornings when you're tired and you don't wanna get up to work out, this is where you're gonna have to dig deep and like you said on those times when you don't want to do something, you your why has to be big enough to push you to do it anyway. Yeah. So getting, and you have to get really clear on this. I always push my clients, and, and sometimes when we're doing their um, their discovery call, like I've had people cry on them or get emotional, and it's Absolutely. because the, that means that their why and their purpose, it's that big, right? And it's something that's, you know, maybe something that they've held on to for a long time, something that somebody said, some, sometime they've been hurt or something, but... I see that and then I use that as a coach and and I urge them to do the same thing. You know, if you have, you know, whatever it is that, that pushes you, then harness that, whether it's, you know, pain of rejection or of being bullied or whatever it might be for you. If you want to be better then use that to kind of harness that and push yourself when you don't want to do something. So your why has to be something that it means a lot to you. So like your children wanting to be around living a long life, it's, it's not just necessarily fitness. It's your, your overall health. You Mm -hmm. have to be healthy to, to do all of that. Yeah. And like you mentioned, I mean, establishing your why it goes, it transcends just even health and wellness, fitness. When we're talking about life goals, business goals, all that stuff, you have to have that deep why you have to have that understanding. And and we talked about it in the seven habits where they talk about visualization, begin with the end in mind. You want to be able to say, you know what, I'm doing this because this really matters a lot to me and i think you hit the nail on the head when that's super powerful i mean when you have those those discovery sessions those calls with with prospective clients or clients who have already started on board to be able to clearly be vulnerable and articulate the why you want to make this change because again it is change it's a huge you know a huge point to everybody's life I mean, that's super powerful i think that that fires me up i mean every single time and and it 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 does hit those pain points, right? Those emotional triggers, because again, like you have the opportunity to really change the blueprint of your life moving forward, no matter what happened in the past, no matter what, what, what I guess has gotten you to this point. Maybe you had trauma in the past, like you mentioned, but it doesn't have to continue like that. And so when you establish that, why I think it's so powerful, but Moving on, guys. So number one, of course, was that why. That's super, super important. So really write that down. Have that memorized. Always keep that near and dear to you. So whenever you do start this journey, you always have that at the top of mind. 
Number two for us as a huge point to really think about is accountability and support. And you guys know that I love accountability, but uh, accountability and support guys is super critical. And a lot of us can say like, oh, you know, I'm going to hold myself accountable and, and that's fine. You might be disciplined enough to do that. And that's, you know, hats off to you. Amazing. But if you're not, who is that person that is telling you, get your ass up, like mm-hmm. get to the gym. Have you eaten your, your, the right meals today? Right. Um, but Ashley, why, why do you feel like this topic is actually really important? I think accountability is, is the biggest thing. And I think it's the biggest struggle. Um, personally, I mean, with clients, they're like, you know, I know, I know what I need to do. Right. I just don't. Many people out there Yeah. Do. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, sometimes too, though, it's, we think we know what we are supposed to do and maybe we do that for a little while and then we don't see progress because it's not really specifically like everybody's body is different. Mm-hmm. So first off, if you're going to hold yourself accountable, get really educated on what your goals are and how, what you really need to do to sustain those and to, and to meet them. Um, but accountability, it's, self-accountability is very hard mm-hmm. like to practice even for me like i i like to think that i'm pretty accountable for myself and i'll call myself on my bullshit when needed um but sometimes it just hits different when it's coming from somebody else especially when it's like a close friend or a partner or a coach somebody that you know that the intention is good mm-hmm. they're not just saying like um are you going to the gym or not because you right. could be like well why do i freaking need to go like am i fat like you know different things that could make you feel some type of way but I think if you start a journey and maybe you you and a friend start it right and you're like yeah. okay we're gonna go to the gym every monday wednesday and thursday and mm-hmm. those and you make it a, a gym date you know yeah. like you go work out and then you go have like a one of you guys makes a healthy dinner or something you guys are in it together so you're less likely to skip because not only are you not going to want to give up on yourself you're not going to want to give up on your friend definitely there's something about committing to somebody else that makes people push harder and go longer than just committing to themselves for some reason yeah so i mean accountability is huge guys and we're actually you know we'll have an episode on accountability here starting the new year that dives into multiple aspects like ashley was mentioning there's the personal accountability aspect which is very very important and when we talk about accountability especially with your fitness journey and your health and wellness you have to lean on people who are very much like-minded but who are also going to give you that hard truth like you don't want people sugarcoating things right you don't want people telling you yeah it's okay don't worry about it like you know have those donuts have that whatever you've done so good this whole week like there's there's this balance you have to have and and i think you want to get really crystal clear on on who my accountability partners are and what my expectations are for them because if you're serious about your why if you're serious about your goal then you want to be really clear that whoever's helping me to achieve that is going to help me achieve this you know and it's it's going to help me turn this page in my life and so you also, I think what that is, um, what you talked about this on a past episode is surrounding yourself with the right people, uh, yeah, yeah. right? So if, if your goal is, if you have health and wellness goals, you want to hang around with other people who have that goals, because if you're around people who don't understand it or believe in that, they're going to, they're going to not support you. They're going to stray you away. They're going to be like, Oh, you're going again, yeah. or they might mock you or, you know, think it's funny because they don't understand how serious that right. is for you. So you know, find those just because friends. they're not doing that because it's different. Yeah. yeah. So find those friends and find those people who want to work on that, you know, same journey and you guys can support each other and, mm-hmm. you know, do it together instead of just thinking that you have to 
do it all on your own. Absolutely. And this is what you and I, I mean, are all about here, you know, is, is about that support. It's about that accountability. It's about understanding for you and I very objective feedback and we try to be as objective as possible because we want to, you know, I don't ever want to do a disservice to somebody when I'm, when I'm giving them, you know, BS when I know that it should be this, because in the end, everybody's goals are our goals. And we want to make sure that like they're fulfilling their journeys, they're fulfilling their, those milestones and those dreams that they're setting out to do. And so accountability and support is super important guys. And Maybe you're listening to this and saying, man, you know what? I don't really have, I have this goal. I have my vision and, and why, but I don't have that accountability partner and, and anybody to, to really turn to. Um, I would, I would say, man, as much as I can say, well, you can go at it alone. It's, 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 it's difficult sometimes, you know, and you want to be able to, to understand who those, who those close partners are. And of course, and reach out if you have, if you have a coach that you can turn to, I think that's, that's huge as well. But, um, Leaning into the next one, you know, the next two are, are kind of like um, the bread and butter of starting your fitness journey, right? Number one, nutrition. We talked about it on a previous episode. Let's talk food, right? So if you guys haven't heard our episode, um, Let's Talk Food, we talk about food, nutrition, all that stuff. Definitely check that out. But nutrition, guys, is one of if not the biggest part to seeing change because as you guys know or as as many people should know if you know let's say two goals right you're trying to lose weight you should be consuming less calories than you're expending right if you're trying to gain weight you need to be adding calories and of course like all that in between with your fitness all that but nutrition is such a big part guys and if and if we're neglecting this part of our lifestyle and we're going basically to the gym and just doing a workout, but not really caring about our nutrition, then we can't be asking ourselves in the end, like, man, why am I not reaching these goals that I have in my head? But, you know, yeah, actually, you, do I have to ask, like, why Why do you feel this is so important? I mean, you can't out-train a bad diet. And yeah. I mean, I, I've done this, like, when I was younger, you know, I would go to the gym with my girlfriends. And first off, I didn't really know exactly what I was doing, right? So I was just kind of going to the gym mindlessly. I wasn't working out intentionally. It was Mm -hmm. just kind of like to check it off my list. Um, So I wasn't utilizing the time. But then afterwards, I was like going to Whataburger. I would go, you know, get a salad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we think salads are healthy, but I was loading it up with pasta salad in there and then I was adding bacon bits and ranch and like just you know just like and you know a salad can be healthy but I wasn't educated enough to understand that yes salad can be healthy but you can quickly make it unhealthy Mm -hmm. so my nutrition wasn't there so I just wasn't seeing progress it was like I was just kind of going through the motions and I was working out here and there but I wasn't eating for my goals at all so I wasn't putting on muscle because I wasn't consuming enough protein. I wasn't losing fat because I was over consuming my fat intake. I felt exhausted because I wasn't consuming the right amount of car or the, the mm-hmm. right kind of carbs. So, I mean, nutrition is going to be everything for you. It's going to one fuel your workouts. If you're wanting to, you know, a lot of, a lot of my female clients come to me and they're like, I, I don't want to put on too much muscle. I just want to be toned. Mm-hmm. Looking toned and lean requires building lean yeah. muscle mass. So dropping fat percent. Yeah, so you do yep. have to eat a certain amount, and and a lot of the times, 
it turns out that people are under eating, Absolutely. right? And they're yep. like, oh, I can, there's no way I can eat this much food. Guaranteed two, they were already eating more calories, yeah. just the, not the right ones. And then two or three weeks in, they're like, man, I like actually feel hungry now. My mm-hmm. energy levels are up. I feel good. Well, your metabolism probably wasn't regulated correctly mm-hmm. either if you weren't eating the right amount and you weren't eating as often as you should be eating. So I, I it's so funny because with nutrition, within a few weeks you can see drastic change if you go from poor nutrition to just making minor changes and that's the biggest thing too that i try to change is you don't have to cut out all this bad stuff you don't have to go from eating one way to eating on the completely different end of the spectrum let's take out small things let's make adjustments to certain things instead of doing you know full full regular cheese let's do low fat cheese like there's small little changes that you can make that over time add up to yeah, big changes. That compound, yeah. We, and uh, we talked about this in in an episode ago. But um, the whole thing with if you're starting your fitness journey and you just make changes to your current diet, like you just hit the nail on the head. Little changes here and there. We're not saying gold go cold turkey or anything because uh, you know for many of us we know that that's a recipe for disaster that's the you know? quickest way to fall off yeah and so making those small changes have such a significant impact and again we haven't even talked about the workouts or fitness aspect of it yet this is just saying let's look at what you're eating because what you're eating is affecting you know whether you're losing weight gaining weight whatever the case may be whatever your goals are but chances are, like you said, you're eating, if someone's saying, man, I can't eat this much, right? Chances are they were already eating a lot. They were just eating bad calories, high fat percent. And so once you start making these tweaks, you start noticing like, wow, like I'm already losing so much weight just at the beginning. And we just started and, and time and time again, and tells it, you know, with, with clients that we worked in in the past and it's, it's just crazy. So the cool thing is, is especially with, with the Strong Society app, is going back to even like the accountability aspect of it, everything's on the app. I love how, how easy it's to be accountable for that and saying, you know what, I'm checking it off my list. You and I are both seeing everything come in from the clients and we're able yeah. to provide that support and say, man, you know what? Awesome job. Oh, we didn't hit our, our nutrition goals or, or our macros. What's going on? So we're and able to tweet. See, like we can see what they're eating. So a lot of times I'm like, hey, why don't we increase this to four ounces right. and decrease this to this next time so that they can still have what they're eating because clearly it's food that they like Absolutely. if they're logging it. But um, let's just adjust the portion size. And, you know, it's nice that they can track everything they eat. We can mm-hmm. see it. So we can fully understand how to support them better to make those changes. Yeah. And so right off the bat, guys, like wrapping up the nutrition aspect, because again, we have an entire episode on nutrition. Let's talk food. So if you guys want to dive more into this, more into the details, different types of dieting and whatnot, definitely check out that episode. But for someone at this point and they're saying, you know what, I definitely know that I have to change up some nutrition and some habits and whatnot. The first things I can say is just with nutrition is look at what you're currently eating do some research and you know what are the bad things to start taking out. Like you can make super small moderations. And if you guys don't have that knowledge or support, please reach out to us. We'd love to help you to help even just modify a little bit of things that you're eating. But, um, I you, think, sorry, yeah, one yeah. more thing on the nutrition is, um, one thing that helped me be mindful of what I was eating that was not the best for me was just looking at labels. Right. Um, and then also, you know, my fitness pal, you know, 
I've used it in the past. Luckily, now the Strong Society app that we have, um, it has its own macro calculator in it. So our clients don't have to go back and forth. It's all in one spot for them. But if you don't know what's in something, you can literally look it up and it'll kind of give you a ballpark of what maybe you should be consuming. It's not going to be spot on, but it's a little bit. And it's eye-opening to start seeing what's in certain foods that have maybe been deemed healthy mm-hmm. um, still consume maybe a higher you know amount of fat or carbs in it and a low protein and a lot of the times we don't understand that because most people don't unless it's something that you're fully invested in studying or really you know researching right. on or that's like your career degree field but just paying attention looking at labels and looking at you know what you're putting in your body and i guarantee once you start to pay attention to that you'll start to notice why how you feel when you consume certain foods versus other foods yeah 100 percent agree all right guys so we've got our first point was establish your why get your purpose really crystal clear um, number two was understanding what your accountability and support is going to look like. And then number three, we just wrapped up was the nutrition, right? We have to understand that if we're starting this fitness journey, we have to know that what we're eating, our nutrition, our dieting, all that, there's most likely going to have to be some changes. And so getting really, you know, crystal clear on that aspect as well, but rounding out our final focus point for those wanting to start their fitness journey for 2023 is what type of workouts are you doing, right? Where are you going to be working out? Where is it going to be at home? Are you going to get your home workouts? Do you have a gym at your home? Are you going to go to a commercial gym? Um, is it your your rec center? Whatever the case may be. Are you going to work with a coach or a trainer? So you need to understand, okay, this next point of it now is, okay, I've got all the, the why, accountability, and the nutrition. Pretty much, you know, understanding all of that. I need to understand now what my workouts are going to look like. And so, of course... Our app, it designs it all and it's catered all by us, curated for us to all of our clients' goals to make sure that down to the equipment that they have, down to the equipment that they're they're accessing at commercial gyms or if they have their own home equipment, like we make sure each one of those workouts is catered to their goals and to their needs. But for someone who is not a client with us, some of the first things, what do you think are some of the first things that, that they should consider when, when looking at what their options are to work out? I think first off, you know, find somewhere that you're going to be comfortable Mm because I know a lot of the times, you know, people and also find a workout schedule that's that's feasible for you and not just like I'm going to work out five days a week, seven days a week, because then you're going to get started. You're going to be like into your second week. You're going to feel burnout. You're going to feel exhausted and then you're just going to give up. So I always like to start with if you're not working out at all, start working out two days a week. And then maybe the other days you go for a walk, you go for a jog, you you do something else to where you're still active, but you're not necessarily, you know, lifting weights at home or or at a gym. And I think, you know, find what's going to be best for you. You know, if you, if the gym's like not that far and you know, or it's on your way home from work or Mm -hmm. it's on your way there and you can make it part of your routine, then go for that. If you're just somebody who's not quite ready to go to the gym, like you're just like, you have that mental block and you don't feel confident. You don't feel comfortable. Start working out at home. And that's how you're going to build that confidence in your workouts, doing the small things. And then Mm -hmm. eventually you're going to be like, okay, I want to do more. I want to feel more like I'm going to go to the gym. And at that point, you have a little basic idea. And I mean, honestly, you don't need much to work out from home. Right. You need like a pair of dumbbells, maybe some resistant bands. And that's really it. I'll I say, mean, you can do a lot with yeah, nothing. Playing devil's advocate here too. Uh, for those working out at home, 
I think there also has to be a lot of self-motivation because it's discipline discipline because it's very it's too close for comfort sometimes where you're saying "Eh, you know it's right there I'm not gonna go but if you notice every pretty much every city every state that you that you live in it's saturated in the fitness industry like you have a commercial gym a crossfit gym a, a training studio whatever you know whatever anybody's kind of fitness routine is like they're everywhere yeah, and so there's just even apartments apartment gyms, gyms absolutely there's yeah. even um communities, communities subdivision yep. places that have you know um workout facilities for the entire you know yeah. area so health and wellness has to be a part of our lives it has to be it's 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 for the longevity of life it's just for being healthier happier more fulfilled and so you know hop online do a little research what's in your area if you if you don't have a gym membership right now look to see what's feasible like you said you know financially what's going to be the most affordable for your means and if it's still a little bit out of your budget to have then then you can still make it work you know yeah, we still you have to still go for go for walks yeah. go for runs, you and i love something. posting those you know i know i do for sure love posting those at home 20 minute workout body weight you know mm-hmm. or maybe you have one set of resistant bands and again but it's like a give and take you have to understand too is that okay if i'm not going to be going physically to a gym then i've got to get it done here i've got to be able to start and your progress will probably look different as well of course so you have to know that going into it is that you're not going to see the same type of progress working out at home with resistant bands as somebody who's going to the gym three days a week with progressive progressive overload lifting heavier and getting stronger because they have more accessible to them so i think that's something that if you're going to work out from home all the power to you because that definitely does take some serious self-discipline and self-motivation but just be mindful that it might take yeah. a little bit longer to see some results here's the here's the big time mic drop is that most gyms nowadays are making it so affordable i worked for planet fitness for years and our lowest one was ten dollars a month 20 and most of them are 24 hours 20 if not 24 or 5 but super affordable and guys what do we spend 10 bucks on like coffee at starbucks right i could spend (laughs) it on a few songs on itunes and i'm like damn i I just spent like 30 bucks (laughs) but guys it's super affordable and and you in we really have to ask ourselves because we're getting back to the point now what's a priority in our life because if we're saying all right man you know what that gym membership the one i want where i want access to multiple locations is 25 dollars a month Okay, like $25 a month is nothing in the bigger picture when it when it's costing your health and whatnot, but you're able to make the decision to pay for something different. If you really want it, I think take a step back, look at your finances and look where you can cut. And I think most of most of the time you can probably cut $25 a month out of your budget. Absolutely. Like you can save it from something, whether it maybe and also this is the nice thing that I like about nutrition and, you know, you're going to save a lot of money by not going out to eat so oh, 100%. much um, and simplifying your grocery list to less yep. processed food and more nutrient dense, you know, natural foods. Um, I mean, I've noticed this hugely. There's been times where, you know, I don't meal prep and so I'm having to order food throughout the week and I can easily spend a hundred, two hundred dollars on just lunches alone yeah. versus, you know, we can go to the grocery store and buy groceries for breakfast lunch and dinner and it's maybe two hundred dollars a week and that's at the higher end and that's for two people for two people for all of our meals so if if you get your nutrition in line then you're probably more than likely you should be saving some money and that's money that you can put towards a gym membership yeah absolutely guys and so if you're at this point where you're thinking like man should i get a gym membership should i work out from home i think you have to get again go back to our step number one go back to what your why is can you achieve your goals and milestones 
with your home equipment? And I mean, you can you answer that question. We don't know that answer for you. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the accountability aspect of it. Are you accountable enough? Does your significant other, maybe you live alone, who knows, right? Like, are you accountable enough to do this on your own? And you just kind of go down this list. And, and again, I think it goes back to priorities. And so going back, and I, and I hate to, you know, keep hitting the nail on the head, but the whole thing with seeing members cancel their membership and sometimes it was 10 bucks a month, 15, 20. And they're like, Oh, you know what? Um, no time or I'm not insufficient usage or, you know, I, you know, finances and I'm not going to dive into it. People have different financial, you know, things, mm-hmm. but the, the whole thing is, is that in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, but what are you spending 10, 15, 20 bucks on that isn't going towards your goals? And so we always have to think about that. Like we have to make fitness and our health a priority in our life. And, and if it's not, then, then, you know, we can't be surprised down the road when our health starts failing. There's that uh, quote, don't be surprised by the progress you didn't make from the work that you didn't put in. Wow. And I literally like, I I live by that because there's times where I'm like, uh, I get frustrated with something that, and I'm like, you know what? It's nobody's fault, but mine. Yeah. Like I, I could have changed up some stuff. I could have done different and I need to do better if this is what I want. And I think that's that self-accountability that it's like, I always say self-accountability is a form of self-love. You have to love yourself enough and want more for yourself enough to hold yourself accountable and call yourself on your bullshit from time to time. Yeah. I really love that. I think, I think that's, that's perfect. I think if you love yourself enough, you're going to be your, your biggest critic and you're going to say, dude, you're better than this. Like get your ass to the gym, start eating better. Like look, look what it's doing to you, right? If you can have those really honest talks with yourself, those go such a long way. But as we talk about workout and exercise, so let's say you guys do have a gym membership, right? You got that already, already buttoned up. I go to a gym, but I'm just clueless. I do not know what to do. Again, this goes back to, you know, and I'm, I'm not plugging this in any way. It's just so easy. Our app, you know, we're able to cater these workouts. You even made your own workouts and yeah. you said, you know, oh that God. helped you. It, was, it helped me stay focused. Yeah. yeah, It helped me stay focused. It helped me be accountable for myself. As silly as it is, I'm like, you know what? All right. I'm doing this entire workout. Like, get to it. You know, start checking them out. List, list the reps here. List the weight here. All that stuff. Um, I loved it, but it, I think the thing is, is that you have to have your game plan going in, right? Um, otherwise, you're going to go in and it's just like you're you're on a hamster wheel, just kind of like, what am I even doing? And the biggest thing, if you guys are wanting to to get lean muscle mass, to put on muscle, you have to have progressive overload. You have to be able to say, okay, cool. This week I was, you know, I was squatting 135, whatever the case may be. Next week. You know, I want to focus and let's jump 10 pounds. Let's jump 20 pounds. You start building up those muscles, but in conjunction with your nutrition. Now, one thing I was even telling you, Ashley, is like, man, you know what? I really want to start focusing on dropping my body fat percent because we've said it before. Like you and I did those competitions and our body fat percent was at an all time crazy low. And but we limited what we're eating just, you know, plain and simple, lower the, the fat intake that you're consuming and so for me, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, try this, this process in my journey right now. And, and to be able to do that, you have to be able to start seeing what your nutrition looks like in the gym. You have to start, you know, really putting on that muscle and, and it's, it's, it's fun. It's just a fun it process. You, like did, it really you is. have to be intentional, like with the workout. So, and, yeah. and it's good to go in, you know, with a plan and be checking it off and making sure that 
you're also not just checking it off to check it off. Yeah. That's like a, a big thing too that I've seen is. Did you have that mind muscle connection? Yeah, do you like, feel it? Right? Don't be, oh, if it says you have to do X amount of reps, don't rush through them. Like I know some people hate that I say this, but I'm like, you have to feel every single rep. Mm -hmm. Like for me, if I don't feel it, if I don't like feel, you know, my muscles like getting tired, Engaged, you know, pushing yeah. or working, then I've, I don't like it. I want to know that I'm pushing my limits and that, you know, I'm challenging myself and you should, you should feel a little bit of a challenge in every workout. You should feel every single rep. You should go slow, focus on your breathing, contracting, engaging, because also if you're just going through the motions on a workout for guys, for girls, you're not going to see that glute growth. You're not going to mm -mm. see that, you know, hammy tie in. You're not going to see the tricep definition or you know deltoids building you're not going to see any of that stuff that we all aesthetically yeah. aim for if you're not connecting with your your mind yeah. with your muscle during your workout so don't rush them don't just check it off to check it off and get in and out like yeah. make sure that you're present and you're feeling that i think it's really awesome even when you guys dive into and i'm a big like nerd for this like and we have books about it but just diving into the anatomy of the muscles and i know you and i you know took our anatomy classes and whatnot but always going back to those and just seeing visually you know where that muscle's tied into if you're contracting in a certain way and, and you're not even hitting the muscle at all then you're wondering and you're like man i'm not sore because you haven't even touched that muscle yet and so you want to be able to understand what body part am i working out have that mind muscle connection when is it elongated when does it contract and you know you understand how to build up that tension that overload and and it's really awesome whenever you whenever you think about your body being worked like that in, in that type of process it's pretty awesome to see because then you get to see that progress going through and then you start wondering like okay now i'm, I'm feeling really sore here in, in in this insertion point and so it's pretty sweet to think about it like that but at the very onset guys at the very beginning you know you don't have to necessarily dive into like the anatomy aspect even though that's an awesome thing to understand first but when you're first going in guys understand try to say like as you mentioned two three workouts a week you know start checking those off your list and saying you know what i'm feeling really good about this routine um, we talk about compound interest compound effect a lot and so it's basically compounding these positive behaviors and then every week start to make those improvements right Again, we're not aiming to reach our goal here in a month, here in two months, whatever <laughs> yeah, the case may be, right? That's a big thing. I think a lot of time we're like, okay, new year, I have this new goal. You have a whole year. You have 365 yeah. days to meet that goal. Yeah. So instead of trying to, you know, go from And a maybe to somebody C, does want to meet it at the end of Q1, right? 90 days. Hey, I have this goal to reach in 90 days. Well, cool. We, we got to check your baseline like right now. And, and if you're like, dude, I've never worked out, never done this and that. I think you and I best foot forward is going to be a little bit more of a realistic, attainable, smarter goal, depending yeah, on what it is. Like the smart goal method. Yeah, exactly. Like, is that, it has to be specific, attainable, realistic. I used like, to always say like at the very beginning, many years ago, um, when I would get a client coming up and ask, tell me what their goal is. I always had to make it very, very clear. Like, like I think they think that we're like magicians or something that, you know, I want to look like this in like like two months or something like that yeah. and so um you know and i'm kind of going back and forth because things aren't impossible it just really depends at what things look like right now you and what you ask yourself what am i willing to do exactly to what, what are you willing, willing to, to do? give yep. up what like what 
does my time that I can commit to this look like? And honestly, what is possible without being like putting your body through like sickness and whatnot? But cool. We can talk all day on on workouts (laughs) and all that. But that was rounding out those guys really big four things we wanted to bring to your attention real quick. So establishing your why, right? Establishing your accountability and your support, understanding what your nutrition is. And lastly, got to get those workouts in. We got to understand now that we've got all this stuff dialed in, if I'm, if I'm eating right, I'm feeling great. We want to make sure our workouts are really put to the test and actually putting us to work for sure. But last thing guys to, to round out this episode, we really want to talk about what we're going to encounter. What, you know, even Ashley and I encounter nowadays is hurdles and barriers, what to expect. Cause again, we, we all hear, you know, I'm hitting a plateau. I just don't feel, I don't feel motivated anymore. I don't feel like my muscles are contracting. And again, we can, for every one of these different things that we can, we can have, you know, solutions to, right. So actually lack of motivation. Somebody comes up and we hear this often, right? I hate motivation, honestly. Like I hate that word just because I, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I just feel like motivation is just a feeling of excitement and it doesn't last very long. Like I'm, I heard this on a podcast, but basically talking about how you're, everyone's motivated when they're sitting comfortably on the couch, writing out their goals then when you have to get up off the couch to go to the gym that motivation is completely gone so you have to really you know this is where it goes back to having that why you have to use dig deep to have that why to keep you disciplined not motivated because the motivation can be gone in like a minute if something goes off if if the day throws you a curveball you're stuck in traffic you have to stay at work longer your motivation is going to instantly tank versus if you're a disciplined person and you built that discipline around your goals you're going to go do it because you have to do it. And you said you were going to do it at the start of the day. It's a non-negotiable for you at that point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's tough because, you know, especially hearing so many members and clients and saying, you know what, I'm just going to throw in the towel and it's not for me. Um, We can ask so many questions understanding, well, well, tell me why, you know, well, you know, I just, I'm not motivated right now. Okay. Well, you know, we can dive into that further. And, and a lot of times it's going to be very specific things. And we don't always want to have it point back to like, it's your lack of accountability and laziness because we know there's a million things people could be going through. And maybe right now is not the time, which is, is fine, but don't put it off for the rest, you know, for years. The longer you put it off, the, the longer it's going to take you to reach it. And, yeah. and it's also okay to flex your approach at times. Like you, I've had clients, you know, we do three workouts a week something happens one day that they had a workout schedule and they can't make it that day that's fine just move it to the other day and that's why it's nice to start with less workouts because you have more flexibility you have seven days to knock out three workouts so you you can try to flex that best you can yeah absolutely so yeah motivation i would say is the biggest thing and and you have to again like you mentioned go back to your why because this is why we mentioned at the very beginning this is going to be critical not only to start your journey but when you hit those points where you're questioning it to really say, okay, you know, let me go back to the purpose that I'm, I'm doing this and, and then kind of take it from there. But another one is lack of knowledge, how to use equipment, mind muscle connection that we just talked about food, et cetera. And so for you and I, some of the things that, that we wake up every day and love doing is educating and supporting and helping our clients to understand these aspects. Because again, it's not just going into your gym and your workout and just going through motions because there's no mind muscle connection. If there's no meaning and why, how these things integrate, then you're just kind of spinning your wheels at that point. So lack of knowledge, how to use equipment 
And again, in every commercial gym, you're gonna have your, you're gonna have your club staff that can help you if it's just a, equipment that you're wanting some help with, or a trainer there, whatever the case may be. But of course, you know, support with the Strong Society. We can always walk you guys through that if you have any questions over how certain things work, how certain machines work, how it ties into yeah, your anatomy and all, all of, that. All of our workouts have videos. Videos, videos yep. So it shows you. And I, you know, so awesome. Yeah, and like my clients will be like, you know, I'm not feeling this or my back hurts for this one. And I'm like, okay, record yourself, send me a video, and then I'll give you some feedback on little tweaks we can make. And then they'll do it again the next week and they're like, okay, now I can't freaking walk. You know, yeah, like now absolutely. they're feeling it. So, so you have that support. And I mean, yeah. whatever that looks like for you, whether that be with a hands-on one-on-one trainer or a coach or just a friend or relative who's you know familiar with it you know making sure that you're feeling it in the right places so you're making that progress and this isn't a reason to throw in the towel like guys we all go through these times where we're questioning like okay what is this i don't feel it but it's just about pivoting it's about educating a little bit understanding it but it's not saying you know what this part of my journey is not for me like again, guys, we're gonna we're gonna say this until we're dead. Is like the health and wellness, fitness. It should be a part of everybody's life. I'd even say something that helps with like form and stuff is recording yourself. I know it feels oh, silly sure. sometimes, but I've looked at my squats from like years ago yeah. to now, and I'm like, oh, no wonder. You know, like the form has gotten better. I the muscle growth has happened because you know you get the form down and you're actually working out and targeting what you're supposed to. So I know sometimes it feels silly to record yeah. ourselves because we're like, who's watching us? What who's do they even think about? Don't worry Don't about. about it, that's yeah. another thing. If you're new to the gym. Don't worry about what anybody is thinking or saying or judging. Like everybody started at one point. I even have times now where I go to a new gym I've never been to and I go to a machine and I'm like, what the hell? Like I've never used this and that's fine. Like don't, don't worry about what anybody thinks. This is your journey. And like, it's different from anybody else's and everyone's been where you are and everyone started from nowhere. Absolutely. And, and people who are really about the health and wellness fitness lifestyle are going to be super supportive in any part of your journey the ones who aren't or the ones who you know i don't even i've never seen this in person but like make fun of others whatever don't even worry about them those are just those are just nasty people there's not many out there for the most part everybody that you that you meet they're all supportive everybody's on their own journey and i think that that to me it it gives me goosebumps because that like really makes me happy you know and i think i think that's the biggest thing that we should all remember is that we're all in in our own kind of stories and and journeys and i think we should all be supporting each other in a way but another the last two hurdles that i want to really hit home is one i hate the diet changes i hate the nutrition part of it i know i'm gonna have to be eating more greens and i have to cut you know these out and stuff like that and it's it's super difficult i don't think i can do it that's like the biggest one (laughs) i I think this is where the um the education part comes into that yes you do maybe have to eat a little bit of this but it doesn't mean you have to cut out all of that and you know you can you can have pizza and you can have burgers you can't have it every single day but you can have it you know yeah once a week like you can allow yourself that or you can find I have clients who make like, you know, healthier versions of stuff, so they are still enjoying it. But I think the biggest thing that I always try to to get across when I hear this barrier is that, you know, you should be treating your body like you love it. You have one body. Like a temple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, but I, I'm like, you know, 
eat foods that make you feel good. Yeah. Not just on an emo- emotional aspect, but on a, you know, physical health aspect. Like, try try to get creative, too, with yeah. foods. Like, you know, learn to, and I think that's part of this next one, is enjoying the journey, enjoying the process. It's like, you, you shouldn't look at food. Basically, take your power back. I yeah. feel like we give so much power to food on, you know, if we're feeling down, oh, well, I want to eat this to make me feel better. Okay, but... In that sense, then, if your energy is down, why don't we add some veggies and some yeah. fruit to your snacks throughout the day to give you some more energy and make you feel better? So it's, yeah, it, it, it's gonna it, look. The biggest thing is, is that the reason that we love all those bad things is because they're high in fat, they're high in sugar, and it's statistically this is what's drawing us: sodium, all that. So like you just mentioned, you have to understand what you're eating to really respect it, you know? And I think once you start understanding like, wow, like I've been eating this and putting this in my body and understanding how it's affecting your body and then understanding how it's affecting that purpose and goal of yours, like you won't stand for it. Like you have to understand that part to where you're, you're getting to the point where you're saying, man, you know what? I'm eating this. I'm feeling really guilty right now. And it's probably because you know that this isn't in line with what your goals are. And so it's that immediate gratification, sacrificing that, you know, instead of really saying, you know what? In the future, this is going to serve me, you know, really well. And again, like you just mentioned, like you and I are super big on flexible eating. And we're not saying guys like, oh, the plan is eating greens for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. Like that's not, that's not sustainable either. And you know, like, and there's such a bad stigma on healthy course. food. Like, and we talked about like it, like you, dieting yeah, you and can, all that. You can have like a bagel and you know what I mean? You can have a sandwich and there's a healthy version of that. You can have a burger. I mean, we have a burger in our app, you know? Absolutely. There's, there's healthy meals and there's ways to eat good foods. And that's another big thing is I always like our clients to like enjoy the food that they're mm-hmm. eating. Like you should feel good about what you're eating. You should enjoy it. And if you're... If you're not fully educated though and you are trying to go from one extreme to the other this is where this barrier comes up yeah because you're not fully knowledgeable of what healthy eating looks like because healthy eating does not have to be boring no it doesn't and i think we have it i think we have it in our grocery guide and a lot of other tips and stuff that we that we put in our handbook and and send out to all of our clients but it's this it's it's this not that type of thing and and there's there's they're just moderations guys this is life it's not anything we're saying hey we're sliding you a pamphlet and saying you're on a diet now now you have to eat this yeah it's you we don't give like you you don't have to follow like i know in the past i've had trainers you know or coaches that have been like okay this is what you can eat and it's like very bland like you know boiled chicken with like a spare you also competed three times so it's like sparingly you shouldn't have to be eating like that all the time like there's there's ways to make it and this is where you know maybe you do you know get a coach or you do hire a nutritionist or whatever because you the more you know the easier and the more fun it will be for you absolutely 100 percent Cool, guys. And the last one we have here as one of the big barriers is I'm not seeing the results. And I just started two weeks ago. And so, <laughs> Where no, so guys, is my six pack right yeah, now? <laughs> so guys, understanding that results are going to come. One, you have to be able to understand what what is my discipline and have I been sticking to my nutrition? Have I been sticking with my workouts? What are other factors that are factoring in? I know sleep is a huge thing. Hydration is a huge thing. And so when you start talking about the results that you may or may not be seeing, 
there's a lot of factors that go into it. So you can't just throw in the towel when you say, man, I'm not seeing results. I'm stepping on the scale, which we don't recommend doing every single day because you're saying, you know, it, it's actually going up. What's going on? You know, I, I'm trusting you guys to whatever. But, but it could go exactly. up. Exactly. Like there's inches. so many factors. Yeah. Um, so when you talk about, man, converting, you're, you're losing fat, but you're putting on muscle, you know, the scale is not going to be the end all be all. And so yeah. we have to really understand there's a lot of external as much as internal changes that are going to happen. And so you can't just say, I'm not seeing the results after, you know, three weeks, four weeks. And maybe it's a saying, hey, you know what? You're planning to lose 30 pounds. We set these little milestones in place. And it's not saying, hey, you're going to lose these 30 pounds by the end of this month, you know, and we and that's it. And I think that going back to what I mentioned earlier, I think some people in their head is just like, cool, I want a magician to fix me right now. When Everyone's looking for that magic pill. Yeah, you can't you can't go that route, guys. The whole thing is, is that we're we're wanting to live a healthier and, and more sustainable life. And so the results are going to come like statistically, if you're following a certain you're you're following your nutrition, you're following certain things of what your goals are set. The results are going to come, you know, and you're in your discipline and doing that. But um, the biggest thing guys enjoy the journey enjoy the process it's a long game it's a new part of of your story stepping into 2023 and saying you know what this is going to be my year because i know if i'm healthy if i'm if i'm healthy i'm more active i have more energy everything transcends after that things 100%. follow and things follow with work things follow with life my family all the good stuff relationships and so we're so, so big on that and, and vice versa. We understand that if your health and wellness is not in check and not in point, you're more lethargic, you have lower energy, you are probably in, in worse moods, you know, and, and that's not good. Nobody wants to be in that space. Um, but Ashley, before we wrap up, anything else you want to kind of add in there? No, I think you hit the nail on the head with, you know, the enjoy the journey and not seeing results. I think the biggest thing I always tell people is how long did it take you to get to where you are right now? Oh, yeah, don't for expect sure. Don't expect to be where you want to be tomorrow, right? No, absolutely. So I think, you know, and also the behavioral habits that got you there. And that's where I'm very big on habits. So a big part of your your journey is going to be making changes, not just to your health, your nutrition, but what you do, what you watch, how you spend your time and all those things. Um, that can be a whole other episode another time. <laughs> yeah, actually we do. Uh, episode seven was change your life with positive habits yeah, and routines. Yeah. And so we're, we're huge on, on habits, guys. And we want to make sure that, you know, we understand and we're very, very clear that if you're going into 2023 and saying, you know what, I want to have um, a change in my health and my fitness, there's going to be habits and routines that are going to have to be established, habit, habits and routines that are going to have to be changed. Um, but that's kind of goes without saying anyways. No, but for sure. And I think that's, I know a lot of people say new year, new me, but I like yeah. to just say, you know, new year, stay me, just better. Uh, I like that. Nice. Doesn't sound as catchy, but it, I don't care. It's, it's just it's, like New Year, better me. Like you, you don't have to though. be a new person. You're going to be who you are, but you're going to do Elevated. things like to become better, stronger, Absolutely. healthier. Love it. Amazing episode. But guys, thank you again for joining Ashley and me on today's episode. This was a fun one. We love talking about health and wellness. This is what we do every day. You know, we we want to create and build stronger individuals. We know everybody starts at a different point in their life and their journey. And we want to be there to support and provide that accountability and provide that that vision and education and everything. And we want to be there for you guys. Your goals are our goals. We want to make sure that that you guys are living a healthy life, happier, more fulfilled. Because again, like we just mentioned, it transcends past 
your health and wellness. It goes into your family, your life, your work, all that good stuff. But we hope that we're able to provide some positive information on this subject for you all to start your fitness journey going into 2023. But be sure to like, share, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tune in via Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you have any questions, guys, or have your personal situations you want to reach out to us, send us a message. No problem at all. We'd love to hear from you and what great topics that we could possibly dive into on the platform. But have a great holiday. Happy New Year, guys. Later. Later.